Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to episode 80 of Wings, Beers, and Tears, your favorite DMV sports podcast. And I think we are officially in the throes of the summer doldrums, gentlemen. But we still have a little bit of live sports to talk about as we look forward to the NHL draft and the offseason for the Washington football team and a lot of those other things. Hell, we've got the Washington Wizards playing. How about that? Uh, could be a meaningless game five, but we will see tonight. But let's go around the room. How are we doing tonight, gentlemen? How are you, Jerry? I'm good. I uh, just read the headlines. Virginia Tech Hokies freshman linebacker charged with murder. Of course he was. Wow. Way to go, Tech. That's way a, to keep up the way to keep up the Is Fuente traditions. still the head coach there? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, Not, not for long. <laughs> I was going to say. If his players keep getting yeah, charged with murder. Yeah, the, talk, the clock might be ticking on that one. How are you doing, Jeremy? Well, better than that guy and the guy you killed. <laughs> Seriously. Jesus, can you believe oh, that? Fuck, man. I am Todd, and we are Wigs, Beers, and Tears. Give us a listen on Apple iTunes, Google Google Play, wherever you get your favorite podcasts from. All right. So, Jerry, bringing the, the joyous news as always. Oh, man. The- <laughs> Anytime I can slam Virginia Tech, it's a great day. <laughs> Oh, boy. So let's get into it. We're actually going to talk um, a little bit of uh, NBA because it's relevant to uh, to the DMV here. So the Wizards are down uh, 3-1 to the 76ers currently. Um, and without Joel Embiid, they were able to sneak in a, a game four win. So the question is, with Embiid being out, could Westbrook and, and Beal carry the Wizards to a couple wins here and make it interesting? Or is it just a foregone conclusion that uh, the 76ers wilt them away this evening? What do you think, Jeremy? I think being down 3-1 is still a foregone conclusion. But, hey, if Embiid's out and what they say a uh, meniscus tear, um, that's not great. It's not great. So he may not play again this series. And if he doesn't, I mean, do I expect three in a row? No. But I think they have a, you know, 30% chance of it. Mm-hmm. Probably, you know, I, I wouldn't be, I could see him winning the night, but I don't know beyond that. What do you think, Jerry? The matchup predictor on ESPN says they have a thirty percent chance of winning tonight. So Jeremy called it. Well, <laughs> I think uh, I, I think Philly ends it tonight. I mean, it was a nice run at the end. Um, the knock on Westbrook is that when the big games happen, he sort of disappears. Right. Well, I mean, three uh, for nineteen. It's is that not good? So I mean, I guess with uh, with with Embiid out, maybe they have a puncher's chance. Uh, it's it seems to me that they're going to have to. Start fast, get a lead, get some confidence. Yeah. Um, although the last game, I don't know when Abid's injury happened because if I ever watch a second of NBA, you'll shock. He didn't play any of Game Four. No, he uh, played about eleven minutes in yeah. the first quarter. So th- I knew that I saw the score like pop up on the TV, and Philly was up early. Yeah. And then when I checked back, you know, later in the second half, so I didn't know if if the if the lead change happened with his injury or if Washington just started playing yeah. better. Well, they were up eighteen four. Something like that, maybe sixteen. I don't know what it was. Anyway, something like that, and he got hurt late in the first quarter. Never came back in. Right. Um, and so they definitely. I mean, they need. They they don't. They don't. They're not within twenty points in that game if he doesn't go out. I'm pretty sure. A torn yeah. meniscus sounds more than day to day. Well, everybody's saying it's not a complete tear, but I mean, you're a big human like he is, and you play basketball. I mean, it's everything in that joint. Well, it's a pain right? thing, right? I mean, he exactly. Can, he can. It's not like it's not a stability thing. It's a pain thing. Correct. Well, he was averaging twenty eight point five a game. Oh, he's pretty in the fucking series, good. So, <laughs> I, I think well, here's that's the deal. I, I think for the Wizards, it, it was just it, it was a nice run to even get in, like you just said, Jerry. They 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 got in via that that wonky little play play in format at the bottom, you know, four seeds, and they were able to play their way in. That's great for them. But everybody pegged them as a first round exit, and they probably should be. 
But for a team that can score the way they do, to be outscored so badly in the series goes against everything they do. I mean, yeah. you know, they got to put up 135 points to have a chance to win. Pretty much. And with Beal and Westbrook and, and you know, those guys, may, maybe they can. I don't know. Well, they have. I mean, you know, they. I forget again. I don't know the exact numbers because it's, you know, no offense to the Wizards, but it's the Wizards. 17 and 6, 17 and 5, or something like that down the stretch. They didn't right. come into the, the playoffs as an eight seed. Yes. They came in as uh, better than that, whatever you, sure. whatever you want to put them. But they still are running into the legit one seed. Exactly. So, you know, when, no matter when you play them, second round series, I wouldn't have given them a chance against the number one anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's just, it's kind of nice to have that pipe dream, you know, if you're a Washington sports fan of, hey, they can maybe play a few more games. Whereas they're down 3 0, it's like, well, that was fun. Not at all. I will say this though: the NBA is the most. Um, it's it, it has the most comebacks from down three zero and three one of any of the other leagues. So you know it has happened before. And I did hear a stat: I think thirteen times in the NBA, um, somebody's come back from either being down three zero or three one. And Doc Rivers has been a team that three has up. had the team yeah. come back against them three times yeah. already. I think we're listening <laughs> to the same thing on the radio yeah. here. So. That's not fantastic, no. um, and for a guy like Doc, who's a legit coach and he has an NBA title and everything, he's had some collapses too. Um, I don't think that has anything to do with this particular series. I think each one of those is their own little individual drama. Um, it's just a fun thing, though, if you're oh, a sure. to say, hey, sure. we could be the fourth time this jackass. Well, fuck, man. You win one game and you see what happens. And again, when yeah. you have a legit scorer like Beal, I think you always have a puncher's chance, like Jerry said. Well, but, but Philly's playing at home. Yep, they're going to be more focused now. I would think they would put the the Wizards away. I, I would think double digit win from Philly. Yeah, you know, yeah, most likely. I think the one thing that you got to, you know, also along with just Embiid being out and his offensive abilities, one of the problems to me the Wizards have. I can't believe we're talking so much Wizards, by the way. Um, <laughs> Keep going. You know, we're setting a record here. <laughs> I, you know, I do. I watch a little more than Jerry. I probably, you know, averaged a, a game out of four during the season. Um, and you know, so you, they, they're not great inside. So, you know, and yeah, like by out, committee inside, well, yeah, it's right? Gafford who's been great, young yes. kid, athletic as hell. Our boy Alex Lennon there, and then uh, Lopez. Lopez is the slowest guy I've ever seen. Might be the most awkward center he, I've seen in like twenty years. He makes hook shots like I would do dropping a quarter in a shot glass from a half an inch away. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> and it's like, you know, this guy, he, he can't move, but he'll get 16 and 10. You're like, well, how did that happen? <laughs> so, you know, you get some inside presence without him beating there. Maybe you got a shot. So the only thing I heard about that whole diatribe was that he watches one out of four Wizards games. Which is more than you and me combined. We yeah. have <laughs> to get him a hobby of some sort. Maybe take up knitting. Maybe a book club. I don't know, man. I'd Fuck. rather watch the Wizards than Nick. I think sorry. we need to get no his ass mom. on the golf course every day. Because when he was wh- playing golf every day, he was fucking good. Right. <laughs> I think it bothered me, because I'm a jackass sometimes, <laughs> that the media started jumping on the Wizards bandwagon when everybody knew this was an illusion at the end of the year. They made a run. Right. And everybody was talking about Russell Westbrook, and it was an amazing feat. Don't get me wrong. Oh, he's incredible. But when you but... only play on one end of the court, you can do shit like that. Like Oscar Robinson, I remember him playing defense. Right. Which is what Westbrook doesn't do. And then when he gets to the big game, my prediction is, and maybe they'll tell me to go fuck myself, is that <laughs> uh, Beal and Westbrook will fall apart tonight because they are satisfied internally that they won a game mm-hmm. and then get swept. Um, and uh, that that Philadelphia's toughness will just will we'll take over tonight. Well, Philly's just legit better top to bottom. And yes, Embiid is but, a huge, huge <laughs> loss. When, but when you lose your leading scorer and rebounder, 
that's going to hurt. It is, but even with him out of that game, I mean, the Wizards still had to. to I mean, that game was close. Up oh until, yeah, you oh know, yeah. They had to do know. a hack of so, Ben to have a shot. At the yeah, game. exactly. So, I mean, even with him out of the game, I think it's a more even matchup. But I still think, again, like you said, they're at home. They're professional. They they they're they're the top seed. I think uh, I'm going to say 118, 106, Philly. Wiz will hang around until about three minutes left, and then there will be a couple series where where Philly will just you know wilt it away. I just want to see what the fans do. You know, is is somebody going to run on the floor? Dude, what is the fuck is going on? Morons, man. man. You know what, though? It, it's just the tip of the iceberg because if you look around now, look at people driving. Look at people at the grocery store. Everybody's lost their fucking minds. Everybody's lost their minds, It is man. unbelievable how incapable people are of just being uh, aware of their surroundings. I'm not even going to say stupid. It's unaware of what's going on around them. I have never thought, well, I shouldn't say I've, I've thought about throwing things at players, right? I've never <laughs> done it. I've never thought about going on the field. No. Right? I've never, I, I've, I don't know. I mean, and I get, I, I throw temper tantrums when my teams lose, but I, I never, you know, that's sort of par for the course. You lose, the other guy talks shit, you know, right. and everybody goes home. Right. You know, it's not worth going to, you know, it's just so stupid. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Uh, if 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 the NBA can can rid themselves of these moronic fans and, and pump up security a little bit, have some full arenas, I think it makes a big difference watching you know watching the game experience as a fan. It's really cool seeing the arenas start to fill back up. It is. Um, it is. That, and that, I got to tell you, the stark contrast of watching the NHL playoffs with the Canadian teams that still only get maybe like a handful of fans in versus a near full house in Boston or, or Carolina. Well, Carolina was rocking. Dude, well, it's so much more fun to watch, man. I, I was listening to, to Biz. I didn't hear the Hilton finish the whole episode, but they're talking. It was before game seven in Toronto. Oh, I know. And uh, apparently uh, the Leafs said, hey, can we let in? I don't know. It was like a couple thousand um, healthcare front, workers. Yeah, frontline workers that have been fully vaccinated. No. And Ontario <laughs> said no. no. Isn't that amazing? Like, what, what they, they, what, what's going on in they're like There are stones throw away from the city of Buffalo, New York. They're actually, Buffalo, New York yeah. is wide fucking open. Yeah, they're, you know? so they're more like south than yeah. New York City. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't understand. I, I, they're, they're, their mishandling of this is staggering. Um, so while we're in it, um, so final predictions here, score. I went 118-106 Philly. What do you I'm think? I'm going to go 124-108 Philly. Okay. 122-120 Philly. Oh, nice. Oh. Down to the wire. Yeah. Jer- Jeremy, always optimistic, even in a losing effort. <laughs> Todd used to be optimistic until <laughs> we became friends. <laughs> All right, My team so, started fucking losing. Uh, so just for all you NBA listeners, uh, <laughs> Philly's up 3-1 with Washington. Atlanta leads the Knicks 3-1. Don't know anything about those teams. Uh, Utah leads the, the Grizzlies. Is that Memphis or Vancouver? Memphis. Memphis 3-1. Uh, nice barbecue. <laughs> uh, the Mavericks and the Clippers are tied 2-2. And the only that's tonight. The only thing I know about the other ones is that the Lakers are down 3-2. And LeBron looks like a shell of himself. I mean... Dude, the, he got old so fast. He got old And so this fast. is what happens when you're a superstar at 19. Yeah. And you're playing literally 40 minutes a night from 19 through 32 or 33. Those 14 or 15 years of just wear and tear have to take its toll that, eventually. Yeah, that and... Honestly, you know, um, he's done a lot of like politicking and social justice, which is great. That, oh, it's that's, awesome. That's his right. Sure. Right? But it, I'm, I wonder if his mind is 100% on 
I gotta get I gotta get ready. You mm-hmm. know, I gotta I gotta train. I gotta do this. Or if he's sort of looking towards the future, like okay, this might be my future. Well, mm-hmm. I, I do think one of the things that happened to him was. He thought he invented Taco Tuesday, and that was really cool, and then he realized he didn't invent it, and I think that really took a lot out of him. Yeah. How long ago was this? A few years back. Yeah. He was trying to trademark. That was the part yeah. of his down. He was yeah. trying to trademark Taco <laughs> Tuesday. They're like, uh. I think, I think with him, too, his game, as, as skilled and talented and as big a freak as he is you know, uh, physically, his game is predicated on just outworking. You know, well, he's just and bigger and stronger. Exactly. Than and when, when it takes that much effort to, night in and night out, and you just like kind of like... Shit, do we even have the makeup of a team to make a deep run? What's your motivation for just grinding every night? I was listening to Dennis Rodman, right? That freak show, right? I don't know why I was listening to him, but he was, <laughs> when he wasn't talking about like, you know, politics and all that stuff, he was talking about basketball. And he said, LeBron James would be easy for me to defend because all he has is power. Mm-hmm. And I, I can beat that. Like I, I, you know, the the guys who who have power and another skill set, right? Those guys were tougher. Well, I think he had a skill set five years ago. He had another gear, but he just doesn't anymore. I don't know if he ever had it. I mean, he was never like that great of a shooter. I mean, he's probably better than I'm giving him credit for. But I think he was just a freak show. Yeah. I mean, like he was too big for little guys to guard, and he was too quick for big guys to guard. Yeah. And he was just, you know. They they were you know he could just get to the rim whenever he wanted to. Yeah. Where I lost respect for him is because I'm old. I've now turned into my dad, and I'm an old <laughs> guy. Get off my lawn, right? <laughs> is when he started picking his team, uh-huh. right? Yeah, I can't yeah, yeah. win with the setup we had. Collusion. So, so all we're gonna do is I'm gonna call you and you, and we're gonna go and we're gonna demand trades and force trades, which is which is where we are now in life. Don't get me wrong. Uh, of course, but um, but but, uh, but the NBA specifically, and you you nailed it. They lost me years ago with those super teams. And the yeah. first one was the Garnett, Paul Pierce. Uh, who was the third of the triumvirate there? Is it, uh, it was Ray Allen. Allen. Ray Allen, yeah. Yeah, Ray Allen. When they did their, hey, we're just going to make a super team and here we go. And it was like, so you guys are all taking pay cuts. And yeah. there's still not really a salary cap, but there's a max limit. But the max limit is so fucking ridiculous that... I don't know. Like, whatever happened to like Jordan versus Carl Malone, or Jordan versus the Knicks? Mm -hmm. You know, you knew what you knew who you had was. It was a boring. And the idea of Malone or Ewing or Jordan in their prime going anywhere else was sacrilege. But Malone did go to the Lakers, right at the end. But I think that's after Utah like pretty much parted ways with them. Yeah, they kind of. It wasn't during uh, his prime. No, these guys move around in their prime multiple times. I mean, how many fucking teams has Kyrie played for? For God's sake, you know. I mean, they just they bounce around. Well, when the Earth is flat, it's easy to travel. So, (laughs) and there's there's zero accountability from the league to prevent it. They play the. They play the game of oh well, we have these things in place for you know checking the teams. You really don't. And the bottom line is they love they love the super teams because that creates the drama and everything else. When it comes down to well, it, it creates ratings. Well, it you have a ratings. team. You, right. you have four teams that have a chance to win it, and you have. But uh, yet you, you open up the playoffs to sixteen of them, right. and and the reality is only the four or five really have a chance. But the but you know what I'm really bitter of when it comes down to it is none of the super groups um, want to come to Washington exactly, <laughs> and so therefore I can't cheer for them. Well, I wonder that, if I there would is become... rumor that that Washington has a chance to bring in a third superstar this year, based on the success that Beal and Westbrook have had. You know, if they can lure one more guy, if one of those two guys goes to to what is it, Tommy Smith, Tom, 
Shepard, Tommy Shepard. Tommy Shepard. Somebody goes to Tommy Smith, either one. Either one. If they go to Tommy Shepard and go, hey, I really want you to go get this guy, that they'll find a way to do it. But But you know what? I think we should give credit to Tommy Shepard because he got Russell Westbrook for John Wall, and everybody thought (laughs) that was kind of a – I mean, that was like a risky thing. Right. And it turned out to be just a fucking wind show. Or landslide for the for or the windfall or wind show. Wind. I go with wind show. First one. I like wind show. I'm making up fucking words. Landfall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a windfall for the Wizards. We get so dumber cool. when we talk about the NBA. <laughs> so maybe this dude knows what he's doing. You know, maybe he does. Well, he brought in Gafford too, and that's looks like a great move. Um, yeah. I mean, you can't fix everything in one swoop un- unless you have a conglomerate of superstars wanting to come. Exactly. And cap space. Exactly. Um, so, hey, good luck to the Wiz, and uh, I might tune in for five minutes or so in the fourth quarter to see if it's close. I'll forget you know. it was on until tomorrow when I'm <laughs> driving to work and the junkies are on talking about it. Um, so, hey, let's move on to uh, our favorite sport, and that is the NHL. Um, and while there's no more traction on what's going on with the Caps offseason because it's kind of in it's kind of in a holding pattern, you've got the, the draft lottery tonight mm-hmm. for the order of, of the NHL draft, and then you have the expansion draft right after the playoffs are done. I think so, yeah. Um, and I think that's when we can really start to see who the Caps will expose. Mm-hmm. We talked about it a, a, a quite a bit last week. Uh, but there's really not much, much more we can say on that for the time being. Well, Kuzi was at the Wiz game yelling, ref, you suck, apparently. So he was. That's good. And he, that's and, good. he and Sam Sonoff ate at a, uh, like a local Indian place in uh, Bethesda because uh, the MoCo show had Oh, nice. It. Yeah, they went, you know, went in there and you know, took pics with the guy. Did all, they said that it's like one of their favorite places to go or whatever. Very cool. So those two are continuing to have their shenanigans off the yeah. court, which I'm, I'm sure Jerry loves. <laughs> uh, I'm sure they're breaking protocol even though it's out of season. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, that ship is off the rails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys like that? Yeah. Dude, he's, 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 he's on a roll. He's on a roll, folks. I mean, we've seen, we've seen it all. Uh, Kuzi's just going to be that way offseason. You know, he's probably a great friend. Sure. Probably as a teammate, you don't want to smack him around, especially when you're trying to get serious. Right. I would not be surprised if he's traded. But we'll, we'll see. Hey, man, we'll see. There's, there, there, there's a lot of drama that, that could unfold here over the next month or so. Uh, but right now, we're kind of in a holding pattern, and basically, we've got live hockey to watch. So I'm going to... Let's talk about my favorite team, the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> uh, right? Okay. The phrase misery loves company yeah. came into play. I feel terrible for them. But fucking A, when I left that Montreal-Washington game back in 2010, when Jeremy and I left game seven, I mean, I was like, what the fuck am I going to do with myself? I'm going to cry I am as, about, as, as low as I can feel as a fan. Montreal just did the same thing a decade later to Toronto in almost right. the same fashion. You know? uh, almost exactly. Except Carey yeah. Carey Price did not play as well as he did against Washington. Well, well that was he didn't that play was against Washington. Well, that was whatever. <laughs> no, well, fuck. <laughs> I know he did. I'm trying to prove my point, right? <laughs> no, no. But Price, I mean, he was the he was the X factor the whole time. So know? my one of my favorite things I've watched in a couple, in a long time is Steve Dangle. Did you guys see his? <laughs> oh my rant? god, he just thirty minutes of just. <laughs> If you haven't seen it, Jeremy, go see it. He's it's thirty minutes of being a Leafs fan. Apparently, he just uh, he streams like every game and then does comedy. He's fucking hysterical. He said every every he's he, half his life he's devoted himself to Toronto and they've never made it out of the first round. Yeah, I mean we used to bitch. Now now we're on a now we're on a first round slump. But we used to bitch about the second round. We could never get past Pittsburgh right. or or the Rangers. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's right. So that was our. Our thing, we get past the first round, couldn't get to the conference finals. Um, 
they, but the the to to their credit, the Canadian media is was talking about a how the Montreal really earned it. It really wasn't a collapse by the by the Leafs. It was earning. It was so much bullshit. Well, I mean, look, you you have two sides to every. I mean, like, they, it couldn't have been argument, set up right? easier. Like he I, said, I know, like like I he know. said, Toronto lapped Montreal in the regular season. We're up three yep. one, and we're like winning. You know, and the the what frustrated they played the worst game possible in the biggest game. Yep, yep. that's what pissed and, them off. And what was ironic was all the 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 veteran guys that they got: Simmons, Thornton, uh, Spezza, uh, Felino. You know, all the you, you add all those guys, you go, oh my god, I, I forgot all of those guys were even on the team in Game Seven. Well, the problem though was that what did Marner and and uh, Matthews combine for in the series? Yeah. Two goals, one. One one goal. All right. So, I, all right. So they should play the, for the Caps. It, we'll say no, no elite talent whatsoever, though. It, it's so funny how you have these two factions, especially in the hockey community, and that's what the one I follow the most. But I think it's in other sports as well. It's, I know it's in other sports. You've got the stats community that says, mm-hmm. you know, the nerds. You know, it's with all the you know the ex players and people will be like fucking nerds. You know, but they go, hey, this is how you build a team. You, you look at you look at trends. You figure out what works. You, you give yourself as many shots as possible to make playoff runs, and eventually you're going to hit the, the bullseye at some point, right? Other guys will go, just fucking watch the games. Get the veteran tough guys, you know, whatever else. It's almost like they're both right, and it's two different seasons. Because I agree with the stats guys throughout 82 games mm-hmm. or throughout the course of a regular season. You have to have consistent play. In the playoffs, you throw all that shit out the window. How can all of these teams that are so inferior on paper – come out and, and win so consistently. It's got to be goaltending. A, a big part of it's goaltending. Um, I, 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 well, they don't win without Price, but I mean, you know, what's his name? Damn it. Um, Campbell. Campbell. Campbell from Toronto he was, was solid, great. You know, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't that. It wasn't, so, you know. so a couple of the stats nerdy things I heard were the following. So in the regular season, Marner and Matthews combined for 61 goals, and their shooting percentage was like 16%, which is pretty high, but you're like, all right, in the playoffs – they had one combined goal. They had 50-some shots on yeah, goal between the two. Or something like they that, had 1.7% was their shooting percentage. You go, they couldn't do that if they fucking tried. Right. Yeah. And that, that, yet here we are. You but, know? I, I mean, I don't know. How does it happen? Maybe it's just, well, luck. But it's, it's got to be some sort of scheme. I mean, there's got to be hockey coaches out there that are smarter than us by saying, look, we got this team for seven straight games. And I'm going to focus all my scouting oh, on this team. That's absolutely a thing. right. It is, and this is what they do, and this is what they can't do. Right. And so this is how we're going to stop it. Yep. And if I think, and it, it seems to me that in the playoffs, you can get out coached. I, I think you're right. Right. You yeah. can't like if you, like if you're just playing one out of you know seventy games, whatever the number is, the the time effort doesn't really go into it. Um, like like I said, you're not you're not keying on stopping well, one yeah, guy. Yeah, you don't key because it's one game. It's one game. It's not seven. Right. No, you're absolutely right. So I think that's it, that's a, a large part of it. But damn, I mean, you got to have luck too. You do, but I look at Toronto and Edmonton because those two. I mean, they were the jaw dropping highlight reels and numbers throughout the regular season. But we said it, maybe not that much in this pod. We knew it. We was like, oh, McDavid's numbers, Matthews' numbers, Marner's numbers. They they can't. Well, 
Hell, they couldn't even do it against Montreal in the first round. No. We thought they'd have trouble when they, when they got out. I think I even says, oh, they're, I mean, they're they, going to win the, the North. The league has to be shooting itself right now. So I saw that because other. Th- no Toronto an, and no Edmonton. Well, another headline <laughs> said, you know, Gary Bettman's worst nightmare. You wake up after the first round, no Crosby, no Ovechkin, no Matthews, no well, yeah. David. He's more worried about Crosby. And, you have, and you have Winnipeg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you've, got, you've got Winnipeg got the and Montreal. most boring city in ever in any sports league. And Winnipeg-Montreal winner is going to play Colorado. And because, do you think destroyed. Vegas has any chance against Colorado? I mean, I have a hard time saying they don't just because. By the way, R- Ryan Reeves good, is but... being Ryan Reeves again. Yeah. Guy's a douche. He's, he's, he's the biggest, baddest, toughest guy in the league. But when the other team is literally just skating circles around your team, I don't know if your style of play is really. <laughs> did, you, did you see what Evander, Evander Kane said? said <laughs> instead of suspending him, make him play 20 yeah. minutes a game. <laughs> That was great. That was so, and of course, everybody's like, "Oh, that's some shade to throw coming from Kane." He's like, "Ah, fuck you." Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Kane can actually play twenty minutes. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But I, I do like the unpredictable nature of the NHL playoffs. But I also like when greatness wins out. I like to see superstars be superstars. I would much prefer to watch McDavid and Matthews going back and forth and having five, four games yeah. than, than Winnipeg, Montreal. Tampa but Bay looks really good. They look great. They do, but I thought Carolina carried that play last night. Well, I just, you know, I've, I'm probably the they one person. Goalie. I love yeah. Brenda Moore, by the way. Oh, Brenda Moore's oh, a man. He's, he looks like he's just about ready to get a knife fight like after the Dude, game. Dude, that guy's still fucking jacked. He looks like yeah. he can play. Yeah, I think he lifts like 16 hours a day. By the way, is he under contract for next year or not? Let's not even talk about it. Don't, I, I don't. I, I don't want to. Th- I don't want to think about. I'm just saying. I mean, I mean, He'd be out of work for a solid one. Name second. me yeah. a solid team that would let a Stanley Cup caliber winning coach leave. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, wait a minute. We've. Ne- when have you ever seen that happen? <laughs> Never, except the times that it did. So um, now I like that series. That's going to be entertaining. I think Carolina gets at least one when they go back to Tampa. I think it's too close there. Oh. I think so too. I'm so I was going to say is I'm about the one person in the world who I I know his numbers are ridiculous, but I'm not that much of a Vasilevsky guy. I oh, think I he, think he's legit. I mean, he's obviously a top like five or something like that. But I feel like he just gets in the playoffs. He gets beat. They had one good run, but I he's agree, just but won a he's won a Stanley Cup and he's about ready to win another one. So. I just when I watch him play, I just I'm wowed sometimes yeah. by the way you know he just. He, like, he why can't we get the that fucking Russian? He, he makes I'm the, the one person in the world. Like, why can't we get that Russian? <laughs> well, you know what? Of the Vesna candidates, we had one. Grubauer. <laughs> Isn't that some Grubauer, shit? Grubauer, Varley. Yep. I, I don't fault him for that, though. I don't either. I mean, come I, on, I, what are you going to do? Right. No, no, I, I no, completely no, agree. Those were good moves. <clears throat> and no, Grubauer, Grubauer plays on a good team, right? Yep. Yeah. So. Yep. But that uh, that Islanders-Boston uh, series is going to be fun. Dude, I was happy to see the Islanders. I thought Boston was in control. They won game one. They were up in game two. They were seen to be cruising. Well, they came back, back in game two. They had to come I back know. and tie it. And uh, when they got that tying goal, I was like, roof came off a TD Garden. I was yeah. like, oh, this game's over. And then dude, within a minute, right? Turnovers in overtime, yeah. man. Oh, oh, any team worst. that turns the turns the puck oh. over is in bad shape. Even though it's obviously not regular season three v three, it five v five in overtime seems so like. The ice seems so much more wide open because every little bounce is just magnified. Well, and that's what um, somebody who might have gotten fired in the situation Jerry is talking about. Anyway, Trotz was like, I'm sure he's he's focusing on those turnovers, the blue line, wherever. We need to say, our only chance to win this game is to jump on one of those turnovers, yeah, and they did. Absolutely. And it's Zizekas. Mm-hmm. Talk about your third and fourth liners. 
You know, it, it wasn't it wasn't Barzal. It was Sezikis. It yep. was Sezikis, right? Yep. Yeah, I mean, and he, and he buried that thing. First time, you know. Okay, you bring up a really good point there. So Sezikis is is a, a bottom six guy, but guy can move. He's, he can Absolutely. skate. And they play a lot of minutes per game. That's the difference I see when I watch the Islanders, when I watch um, Boston play. I would take Edmonton and Toronto based on pure talent, but they don't have a bottom six. And they don't have, what is it, Darnell Nurse from Edmonton played 62 minutes in that last game. Yep. They basically played 3D for most of the game because the back was against the wall. Bottom line is Edmonton or Winnipeg doesn't have the household names. Nice and even across the board. Uh, huge difference there. You got to have depth in the playoffs. So I just would like to trade uh, Kuznetsov for Barzell. You think that's feasible? <laughs> well, let's go for McDavid while we're at it. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah uh, sure. Then we'll have the two mixed. No, we'll, we'll go for Drysidle, we'll, your favorite name uh, guy. We'll, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep a million dollars of salary. How's that work? Sweet Sounds good to me. Yeah. I, you know, I'm good with Drysidle. I'd love Drysidle. <laughs> Isn't he like five two? No, no, no. Okay, because I saw uh, I was I watched or I listened to a Chicklets thing right, and he was on it, and then I saw a picture and it looked. I, I knew. Everybody except for that dude, I thought he was like really no, he's short. like six three, six four. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Well, then that wasn't him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got to say the uh, uh, yeah. So that Islanders Boston series, I think that goes seven. I think that's going to be really really entertaining. Um, Colorado is uh, they're so fucking good. Yeah, they're a machine. Um, I, I, I I just watch them play, and I'm like, dude. The 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 jump that McKinnon has, it's just uh, it's, unlike anybody I've ever seen. Man, I don't watch. So that that con- I mean, yeah. I don't watch check, out west. Check them out. Check Do you out. think? I mean, they're better than obviously Tampa because I think Tampa looks the best. I, I I would love to see Tampa Colorado in a final. That's what I think it's going to be. I mean, I had I'm, I'm a moron. so with the NHL. I'm a moron. So I, I actually have in my little pool I did. I have Colorado in the final, but against Washington. So that's that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Optimistic, Jeremy. Gets you burned. only missed it by that much, just, man. Yeah, just that much. Uh, just the first round. Hey, we got to win at least. <laughs> we got to win. We got to get game one. But We're going to sure. bow. Oh, that's depressing. The Caps are, could potentially bow at just the same stage as the playoffs as the Wizards. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. going up, uh, giving about as much of a fight. <laughs> yeah, right. Giving well, that's, about as much that's of not a, true because when the Wizards lose, they lose by 30, and the Caps <laughs> lose in overtime. Yeah, that's, tr- <laughs> uh, that's fair. That's fair. Maybe um, the Wizards lose by 30 in overtime the name. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, seriously. Um so yeah, NHL. I, I for my money, I, I I don't think there's a better playoff structure or excitement level, um, because even though I just said Winnipeg, Montreal could be a bore fest, it's still going to be intense as shit. Yep. You well, know? it is. Um, I mean, we talk about Reeves. He got his little two game saucy. Saw yep. Kadri. He's out for eight. I <laughs> I don't. He's appealing. I think if you you better be careful. Oh no, he they, didn't. He didn't get the appeal. Well, I mean, there was a second round of it though. No, yeah, it's, it's done. Yeah, well, I know they're not going to do anything. But he's, he better watch it. And the idiot from the Washington or the New York Post that was calling for Tom Wilson mm-hmm. to be uh, like charged, charged. Yeah, um, is now calling on the Rangers to sign Kadri. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking moron. Oh, these people are such idiots. Well, man. as long as he checked Brooks on his way into town, it'd be great. <laughs> Brooks is senile. He's been senile for two decades. Fuck him. Who well, what, what what is it after senile? Because he's been. I think he was born senile. <laughs> uh, so any any more on the NHL? You guys wanted to hit on? Not at all. Um, so what did you think of the Reeves suspension? Did you think that was uh, justified? Yeah, it was a cheap shot. Yeah. I think the worst part about the whole play is the fucking cross check he gives to Grubauer on his way in. <laughs> Nobody's looking at that. Everybody's looking at how he throws Graves down and then pins him down with his knee which is clearly a dickhead thing to do, but he's coming through the middle. Clearly he's looking for Graves because Graves laid the hit previously. Right. Okay. So he's looking for him, 
But again, I tried to explain this to a few people. He's the biggest, baddest motherfucker, mano a mano, in, in the NHL. Yeah. I think everybody would say that I, that's the way it exists today. No right? question about that. I don't think. Did he, did he tap Graves on the shoulder and go, let's fucking go? Did he tell him beforehand, hey, you and me, motherfucker, you're going to have to answer the bell? Instead, he goes in and he gives Grubauer a fucking cross check to the back of the head and then throws him down almost like Slewfoot style. Like, how fucking tough is that, dude? Come on, yeah. man. You know, even though I know he is the toughest, baddest guy in the league, you know, but the, here's the thing is like, that's kind of what he's done. To, now, he's asked Wilson to go in the past, and I think Wilson's turned him down, but he's also blindsided Wilson in the past. Yeah. And that's, to me, that's almost more of his MO. And I, mm-hmm. I actually, I like the kid. I, had no, I really don't have a problem with Reeves. I think he plays tough, he plays hard, and. He, he takes his medicine when it happens. He gets suspended. But I'd like to have a beer with oh, yeah. with Reeves. I well, think he, he'd be funny as shit. I think he'd be cool, and he'd be like in a, a bodyguard. Yeah. Like well, he has in. his own brand too. Yeah, I'm pretty absolutely. Sure. Now so, he's. I like that. But on the ice, I kind of plays like a bitch. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think though. I mean, you know, he he will probably ask the right guys at the right time most of the time. But it's just those other times, like like you're saying, that it just makes you wonder a little bit because I feel like you know, of course, I mean, you know, we're biased as hell. We're Wilson guys. But I feel like Wilson, even most NHL guys are saying what he did to Panarin is, you know, it's what he happens when you jump on somebody's back. Yeah, you know, we talked about this before. Right. You know, and, and, so but Reeves will actually attack people. I don't yeah. know we haven't why seen people Wilson. can't yeah. differentiate between the two. I mean, you're getting, uh, you're, uh, you, maybe he went overboard because he was getting hit in the face from behind and attacked from behind by some dude, you know? I mean, that's different. Anyway, change of subject. Did you guys see what Brandon Sheriff today said about Sam Cosme? Basically said, where the fuck did you come from? He said, holy shit, where did you come from? Because a monster. Yeah. He said Cosme was a monster, and he says he loves Ryan Fitzpatrick because he's the smartest guy he's ever been around. I want to be like, well, he did graduate from Harvard. And he wants a long-term deal, but he's letting his agent deal with that. He doesn't want a long-term deal? You fucking kidding me? But wait, wait. You know he wants a long-term deal? Three years starting at 18 million per year because that's where where the team has said it. Jerry, are you his agent by any chance? Dude, honestly... I would be his agent's like assistant agent. Yeah, I don't even know what you, that even. Would you just run back and forth? Just to the, give me to the Xerox a point oh 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 one of that assistant to the assistant manager. Mm. Uh, can I just get a fraction of the cut of the of the cut of the cut? Um, just keep going down. Nah, I mean, well, he's got plenty of he's got plenty of millions to throw around. Uh, um, I we I think I predicted Cosme as the being our most impactful rookie. I have to stick with that joint. Well, based on the early returns, that guy's a freaking monster. Well, it dude. almost sounds like he's penciling in as a starting right tackle. Yeah, That's kind of what I think I'm so. Thinking. I think Him so and too. Leno. Leno at left tackle. Right. Yeah. Yep. Well, man. I, I, Why I mean, are we not trying to get Aaron Rodgers? Apparently, he's okay. like All right, he's on the fucking market. Why All are right. we not saying everybody? All right. So we, we ended just with a few Jesus minutes last Christ. week. And we teased everyone. Super Bowl champions if we get fucking Aaron Rodgers. And right. I'm saying we. Like, I, you know, like it's me. <laughs> Like it's, well, like who, it's my team. Well, this, like, well this, then the Ravens go ten and one to start the year. You're gonna be like, Ravens are my team. Well, I'm a Ravens fan. If Holly, kind of, if Holly gives me some love, and I'll, I'm, I'm viable. <laughs> You're easily swayed. Yeah. Look, man. I mean, that's, that's my bride, man. I love her. If she's happy, I'm happy. Yeah, fair enough. Smart, smart move on your part. Yeah. Um, I will say this: uh, Washington has built themselves into a nice little, uh, a nice little niche right now. The question I have is. Are they going to win enough games to make the playoffs? I don't know. I don't know either. And I don't know. Because I don't know how any reasonable fan could be sitting there and say, holy shit. Why are, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they are, right? But if, if, if any reasonable person says, you know what? I don't really want Aaron Rodgers because I don't think we should have to give up 
three number one picks and two number Go fuck yourself. That means you just want to be mediocre for, you know, you never want to take the risk. I mean, that dude is, he takes you from a eight-loss team to a four-loss team. Maybe you lose four. Right. And so, you know, to me, you mortgage the future for that dog, anybody but Chase Young. Because you know, <clears throat> so pretty I, much everybody else is on the table except. Look, for man, who do you want? I mean, yeah, you can't right. take everybody, right? Because there's caps. So you're gonna want three. You're gonna want four picks, right? And and you're gonna want a couple players because that's probably all you can afford. Tell me who you want. Right. You know, Montez Sweat. See you later. Good luck. Pain. Pain. See you later. Yeah. Good luck. You know, it's a pipe dream. That'll never happen, right? It 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 probably won't. But I see everybody. Just penciling him into Denver, and I'm like, what the fuck are they offering that Washington can't offer? Or is Washington just not even a, a, a attempting to be a dance partner? I can't believe they're that stupid to think that this struck that this this team right here is better without Aaron Rodgers. Oh, I, I don't think they would make that argument, but to your point, they seem to be quite conservative. I don't think so. I just you think know? they okay. lose a lot. I think they lose out on a lot because okay. they All went right. after. I mean, think about when Rivera got here. He went after Amari Cooper, twenty million dollars. That's what they offered, right? Right. And then he went after Stafford. Mm-hmm. So they recognize the need. Got it. Um, I think they will be aggressive. It's just Aaron Rodgers. I, from what I hear, wants to go to California. So that may be part of it. Okay. Because right? yeah, I don't think Washington's in California. No, <laughs> uh, I, it, it's not on my map. No. You know. So oh, where where would he go? I mean, is he looking at? Ra- everybody the, says the Raiders. Or uh, out on the West Coast, okay. not just California. Got but, it. But like the Raiders seem to be a thing. But then, what do you do with Carr? I mean, right. Carr, right, 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 right. You know, um, like you said, I mean, there is a cap here. It's not. It, we're not talking NBA. You know, well, it, but it, see, super I, teams. I thought honestly, the first thing I thought about with Morgan Moses is they're clearing cap space to make a move. Hmm. Well, well right. they are. I mean, or they're, they're, they're. I mean, we we were talking about that in the context of June one cuts. But no, that could be a two, and right. I, you know, um, so they've got the room for him. Right. It's just when you think about Morgan Moses, like I said, he could be a malcontent from what everybody says. Like you know, and if he's not on, if you know, Rivera's got a specific scheme, you you got to be one of my guys. And if he's gonna, you know, not be one of his guys and be a malcontent, you're gonna get rid of him. Right. Because although Morgan Moses plays hurt and he plays tough, and he's he you you do give him respect for that. Oh yeah, for sure. His play is not great. Well, he's still a holding machine. Yes, he's you know? not, he's not great. So if you can get a young kid who's bigger, stronger, and faster, cheaper, um, and cheaper, yeah, and another guy to play the left who is not a is not an all star, but okay. is competent, right? Right. Now you're okay, mm-hmm. right? And you save seven point eight million dollars. They need a linebacker. Like yeah. they they obviously need a quarterback. If you can get a quarter an elite quarterback, then that's great. But they need a linebacker, so I would expect at some point they're going to be getting a starting middle linebacker because mm-hmm. I don't think he's on the roster. Well, there's two guys, I don't know the names off the top of my head, but in, in uh, that are potential June 1 cuts. guy from Arizona Hicks. And, a, and a guy from uh, the Jets, I want to say? Maybe, yeah. Um, but, the, but, but Hicks, because they drafted a guy and – you know, yes. obviously, Davis, after after yeah. June one, it, it, the cap hit you could extend it over. Yeah. You know, so you could take a thirty million dollar cap hit and make it actually a fifteen million dollar right. cap hit. So, sure. Um, the more I hear about Julio Jones, obviously that's what the the Falcons were doing. They're waiting until after June one. The less likely I want him mm-hmm. um, because one, he's an injury prone thirty two year old wide receiver. Two, he may want a new deal, which mm. is obviously 
not conducive. Right. Um, so if he's only going to play 12 games and he's got load management issues already and he comes in, um, I mean, I haven't heard yeah, anything He's taking up too it. much of a cap hit at that point for it, that. It, yeah. It's just not worth you. all the drama. <clears throat> well, look, man, obviously Aaron Rodgers would be, I mean, that would be like Christmas, you know, Christmas in June. But I just, I don't, I don't see it happening with this regime. I, I, I would be super surprised. No, I don't think it has anything to do with the regime. I think it has to do with the location. Yeah. He just yeah. doesn't want to come here. Fair enough. I think Ron Rivera would sell the moon for him. Yeah. I just do. I, hmm. all this, uh, all this talk about being conservative, that's, you know, that's just, I think, the illusion that he's creating. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I think if he had a chance, if he had a chance to give three ones, two twos, and a, two players, he would do it. And I, I still actually, I don't think it's going to take as much as, I mean, what you're saying is not the other realm of possibility, but I've seen, you know, others posit more than that. I think when a guy makes that much money, wants out of where he is, you know, is, you're not going to get yeah that, the return that value much. drops a bit yeah. yeah like I almost think whoever takes him like if it, if he does come here well Fitzpatrick's going the other way if he goes to you know uh, Vegas Carr's coming back well here he goes to San Fran Garoppolo's coming here's, back here's what I was thinking right let's say the Raiders seem to be the the niche uh, team right let's say he goes to the Raiders would the Raiders trade for Rodgers without having a trade in place for Carr. Right. That's, that's why he sent yeah, him yeah, right back. Yeah, exactly. You know? or, or they send him back there, yeah. or they send him, maybe if Rivera says sweet in the pot, send it here, then Fitzpatrick goes to Green Bay. Hmm. So I don't know. You just yeah, maybe sure. do like a three-way. but um, Everybody loves a good three-way trade. <laughs> yeah, everybody loves a good <laughs> three-way. <laughs> well, not everybody. <laughs> Depends on the players. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't want a three-way with you two fools. <laughs> Well, I, I wasn't talking even, NFL off season. I wasn't oh, okay, fucking so mind I, out of the gutter. Jesus, oh, my mind is always yeah. in the gutter. Yeah, mine too, but not in that gutter. So I, 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 I give the I give it at one percent. But I do think that if he would go to the Raiders, because there was some talk about. Remember the Raiders talking about getting rid of Carr before the draft, et cetera, oh, yeah, et cetera, for sure. et cetera. For sure. And there's some there's some thought and, and that Gruden loves the blockbuster. St- well, there's shit, some man, thought that you know. Gruden doesn't really like Carr. Hmm. Right. It's just. Who else are you going to get? Right. right. So maybe if he has the opportunity to do it, but you're right. I mean, the um, if you're Green Bay, you want you want their starting quarterback back with you. I, I think you kind of need. Yeah, well, I know. I think if that's part of the deal. It's you know, it's we talk you know about salary retention and stuff. You know, okay, we're taking Rodgers and his salary is like you're taking some of ours back. Right. What you do with them after that is on you. Sure. But it's like you know we can't have eighty million dollars in quarterback or whatever. Right. You know, or seventy. Wouldn't that or be something if if, if they did enough. pull off a deal like that, and Carr goes to Green Bay with the goal of him playing a couple years to to usher in the the young kid, yeah. the, the kid they drafted, yeah, love, yeah, yeah. love. Um, and in the process, what if Carr can get them to like the Super Bowl? What if he can win the big game and get them there, and and the fucking Raiders would you know lose eight games again yeah. or something? That would be hysterical. Yeah. Actually, dude, you know maybe they just want to see what Love can do. Uh, maybe, maybe I mean you put a first round fucking draft pick on him. You got to throw the kid out there at some point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think that their idea all along was it would be a few years. You know, yeah, I thought so uh, too. Or we'll maybe start the yeah, rebuild yeah. earlier. Could just you know bits and pieces I've heard, not that I know shit. Is there not? I don't think that's the plan for this year. I mean, maybe yeah, before Rogers' contract is up, sure, but not necessarily this year. Right, right. So well, I mean, uh, time will tell. And and, and again, how do you but, draft somebody that can't play within the first three years? Isn't that a wasted fucking draft pick? 
Fuck, haven't well, the, have, hasn't Washington done that time and time again? Yeah, but not but not intentionally. <laughs> well, nobody <laughs> does just it dra- intentionally. Well, well, no, I mean, I, you drafted Jordan Love yeah. not to play him for three we years. Are, we always talk about, like a lot of times usually it's negative, right? Okay, Haskins, we're not taking an Ohio State quarterback in the first round anytime soon. Okay, well, what did what did Green Bay do before? They took Aaron Rodgers and had him sit behind Favre. Sit behind Favre for, for a year. Yeah. No, it was no, three. It was three. Well, that's so fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> oh. well, it it's was like paying it. your yeah. guard eighteen million dollars. Yeah. Just ludicrous. Nobody does that yeah. shit. Dogs and cats <laughs> living together. Yeah. Mass well, hysteria. <laughs> I, nowadays, it would be considered stupid. Back then, it wasn't. I still don't think it is because. You know, if the guy's going to suck, what's the point of playing? Hey, you should have taken him, fine, but you did. What, what are you going to ruin him? You throw him away? I, I don't yeah, see I don't the know. point. But I almost think that's part of why they did it. Like, hey, we did this before, and it worked out so well. We went from Favre to Rodgers. Right. We can go from Rodgers to Love. Oh, wait, the league doesn't work like that anymore? Shit. Yeah. Well, well, we'll see what happens on Tuesday. The Packers are saying, I think Aaron, uh, we hope to see Aaron Rodgers at minicamp, and yep. I think that's a pipe dream. Well, Unless Aaron so, Rodgers has just been blowing smoke. So the mini camp. Yeah, he's blowing smoke out in Hawaii. Yeah. So the mini camp <laughs> is, yeah, he is. Um, is is that mandatory? Yes. Like, can you, so you're you, fine. So you can get fined. Okay. Yeah, right, that's what I thought. The one next week? Yeah. 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 That's like the first one that's like a true um, organized team activity, right? Yes. You know? That's the one that's mandated by the collective bargaining. Okay. Program. All right. That's kind of what I thought. I, I think you're right, Jerry. I think that's going to be a telltale sign for a lot of these uh, uh, veterans that are, are discontent or are claiming that they don't want to come back. And Rodgers is obviously at the top of everybody's headline. I, mean, I don't. I, I, I don't think he's going to be there. I don't think he really gives a shit about losing twenty five hundred bucks. Oh, I can guarantee you he doesn't give a shit about that. Um, so, I mean, all right. I have to take him at his word when he says he just does, doesn't like the people at Green Bay and doesn't want to play there anymore. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's. I mean, maybe everybody always wants more money, right? But it's not like he's a malcontent based on his salary. So no, and and you're right. I mean, he's had some great success there. He has a ring, and maybe it's just t- he wants another opportunity for a different scene while he's <laughs> still got some good years left in him. I don't know. Yeah. All right. So moving on, moving on. What do you guys think? Um, that memory a, just popped up. That is a great throwback picture. Yeah. Since Caps playoffs, how many game? years ago? Was it like three years ago? Uh, yeah, that was in ago. 2018. Yeah, was yeah, that game three? Shit out. Uh, great, great memory yeah, there. After game three? Uh, the, the good old days when the Caps made a deep run in the playoffs. Alas, yep. alas. All right, so moving on. Um, before we get into, uh, uh, I, I do want to talk lacrosse, Jerry. I know that's your least favorite thing, but uh, I do want to give a little I watched sh- that game. Fuck me, what a finish that I game. Watched, I watched, I did not watch the finish. <laughs> I watched when uh, Virginia was up like by three and I, we had to go run an error or something. Well, when Virginia went up 16 to 11 with about seven and a half It was 14 left, to 11 when I saw it. I was like, that's that's your ball game. When they scored that 16th goal, I looked that's at funny. George. 16 was the number in my mind. Yep, I'm like, along. that's it. I'm like, Maryland can get there, but they can't. They have no ra- margin for error. Sure enough, they fucking got there. Well, and they I mean, even uh, had the shot at the buzzer. Jerry might even know that. Yeah, they yeah. they had the shot at the buzzer. They, actually, they did. I mean, I, yeah. I saw a tweet from Maryland that says heartbreaking. And then, yeah. So they scored with 10 seconds left to make it 17-16. Right. Won the faceoff. Faceoff guy runs in untouched and rips one. Yeah. And the goalie makes a foot save at the buzzer. Right. <laughs> Would have gone into overtime. I mean, yep. hell of a game. But look, man. Virginia was in control most of the game. Yep. They they played their style. I mean, per- Maryland perfectly. wasn't in the lead very no, much. So. Virginia played their game perfectly. Yeah. Um, it was kind of a, a nightmare matchup because on paper, 
Carolina was the number one seed that nobody wanted. I think Maryland would have rolled Carolina. I think so too. Uh, you Honestly. know, um, Virginia was Easy a, a nightmare matchup. But I will say this, and I feel bad for the Maryland goalie because he carried them most of the year. Did not have a great day. Yeah. Got there was a, there was a stretch there. He just had to fucking make a save at some yeah. point. He couldn't do it. Well, both goalies really. I mean, probably there were a couple of their worst games of the year. Yeah. How many uh, how many goals did number one have for Maryland? Five, I mean, did he play four, well? Did they, did three, they, three. Okay. Okay. So yeah. he played up the par. I think he had three and three, three goals, yeah. three assists. Wisnowskis had five goals and two assists. I mean, their big dogs came to play. They just, you know, Virginia, yeah. Virginia scored with us and and well, and outscored us in the end. That Schellenberg kid was just he was I mean, he was tremendous. He was he wasn't too much different than watching watching Bernhardt. Yeah, I mean, he was he yeah. a freshman. He can play. <clears throat> Fun game to play, but god damn it, another well national championship three and twelve. Loss. Three and twelve. Three and twelve in the finals. Um, Fuck. You know, pisses me off. Good enough to get there fifteen times is pretty impressive, but you know, you don't want to lose that many. And it's just it's UVA and that just it always hurts. But you know, at least, you know, they were good. And we got beat. We didn't yeah, lose. No, 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 fair enough. Um, I don't think the refereeing was bad. No, no. I don't think anything. Well, no, I think it know? was, but it was consistently <laughs> no, it was consistent. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm looking at. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you know, I both coaches were running on the field. Jeremy's up yelling, yeah. loose ball push, yeah. loose yeah. ball push. Right. Both yeah, yeah. But both Tillman and Tiffany, I think, wanted to kill the refs. I mean, they were it was it was hilarious watching them. Um, so and, and kudos to my nephew's team, St. John's. They uh they beat Georgetown Prep in the Geico National Semifinals. That's a big then, win, isn't it? That's yeah, huge. And then they, they didn't have a face-off guy. Georgetown Prep won like 98% of the face-offs. <laughs> so Georgetown Prep would get the ball. Uh, they would shoot St. John's goalie. Hey, Major. Uh, St. John's goalie would uh, would stop it, and then St. John's would get the ball and go down and score. So they won by three or four, um, four or three or four goals, and then they played this team called Taft. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looked like they were playing a bunch of yeah. Too good. Yeah, you can't. Be, they're from uh, Connecticut. Okay, I think somewhere in. The, but they're they're. My brother said those are post grad dudes. Ah, they look like they look like Maryland. Like just, they're physically just much bigger, bigger, stronger, faster. And they they I think they ended up winning by three or four goals. Um, but St. John's got up on them, and then they uh, they fell apart. They just couldn't get a face off. You know, it just could not. I mean, it was like hmm. automatic. They lost. I think well, St. I mean, John's there, lost there's like so much lacrosse. There's so much on the faceoff guy. Yeah. I mean, that guy can make or break a, a game. Yeah. You know? Um, so, anyway, so, so Maryland, I, I, another I great year, another disappointment in the final. And that I, th- this one made me a little bitter. I really thought they were going to win that game. I don't understand how you don't recruit two faceoff guys. Well, Maryland had three to, right. to counter the Virginia guy. They had to go down to their second or third guy. It was guy. the second guy that won the one at the end, uh, Pierman. Yeah. He, well, he basically played the, almost the whole second Pierman? half because yeah. their, number, their number one faceoff guy is number three, I right, think. Yes. And he was just getting rolled yeah, in the first quarter, killed. and that was pretty much it for him, you know? So, oh, well, onward and upward. Um, so any, anything else until we get to uh, our last little dying segment of baseball talk? All right, let's talk baseball. Fuck me. Kid, all right, I heard today. So Strasburg's going back on the injured list. Is he really? Yes, he, he was put back on the list right before. And we somebody, started this. somebody said on the radio. Okay, question of the day: Is he going to look like himself again this year? I'm like, the question is: Is he ever going to look like the Steven Strasburg you remember? Ever from three since or four he years signed ago? that big contract, yeah. he has not made three starts in a row, dude. And I feel bad because I don't think there's anything he can technically do about it. But like, if his nerves and his shoulder and his spine are shot, then you know. Major is killing Malibu. Major, <laughs> enough. <laughs> They're playing. 
Let's just watch them. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's good background noise for the pod because, fuck, baseball can't get any goddamn b- more boring. Um, well, I mean, look. But, no, I feel bad for Straws and the Nats because they got a lot of money tied up into he and Scherzer. Scherzer's a beast, but Scherzer's old. He's old. And Straws is getting to the so downside he's of his career. He's only three or four years younger. I mean, yeah, he's, I know. He's 33, I think, now. So, well, well Straws was one of those guys that made his major league debut fairly early on mm-hmm. comparatively to a lot of other pitchers. Um I mean, he look. He was he was worth that pick and worth everything oh, yeah. they poured into him. That guy, when he was going, he was the man. But you got to recognize when somebody's just injury prone to to an extent that they're just not going to be the way they were. You know, I don't know if we're at that point or not, but I think that's more well, the question than this season. I think it's certainly a concern. I mean, you know, if it is only a couple of weeks, fine, because I think he just hasn't been right. Probably came back a little too early. You're favoring stuff. You're doing stuff different. And I'm just talking on my ass, but still, you know, it's. <laughs> You, you, it's not like it's uh, it's over. There's no question. But yeah, but this is with the next strain. Yeah. Well, yeah. With it, everything, everything everything is shoulder and nerve related right now with him. Yeah. Almost every single injury is elbow, neck, wrist. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's all on the same side. It is definitely a cause for yeah. concern. But it could be as simple as one thing they fix, or you know what? Okay, shut it down for three months, and we'll see what happens. But you, you certainly have to be concerned, especially with how much money is left on that deal. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so aside from the straws thing, the Nats just Couldn't their lack their night. lack of timely hitting is too consistent for my taste. It's only well, all but the one year they 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 can't hit. I don't get it. I, I I don't get it either. Well, they they try to fix things with band aids. They do like guys who have had good seasons in the past that have somewhat of a big name but are on the downside and inconsistent, and they give those guys one year deals and think they're going to come in and hit, and generally they don't hit. Right. Um, you know, you know, you're right. They 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 have a decent core to that lineup, but man, you need a full lineup. And in the National League, where you have the pitching hole in there, and they rely so much on when Straws is healthy and Scherzer to go deep into games, you're only batting with eight. And yeah, and it's pretty and, much been only Trey this season. Yeah, you know? um, yeah. I guess Schwarber and Bell are coming around a little bit. Those are your kind of band aids. Yeah, but Bell, yeah, but Bell had a just horrific like 20 game stretch. Yeah. Oh yeah, you well, know, he was Schwar- barely 100. Well, and Schwarber you know? was like 150. Yeah, I so. mean. That's tough, and and on the other side of the coin, you know, you go down the Beltway to uh, to Baltimore, and I mean, the Orioles just had their second worst stretch ever, losing fourteen in a row, and they well, just they 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 can't pitch. And once well, they get past okay. their starter starter, if they're in a game into the fifth or sixth inning, unless they're up five or six runs, they're in trouble. As of this morning, the Nats' payroll, twenty six man payroll, was one hundred fifty eight million dollars. Orioles. $22 million. Holy shit. I mean, that's ridiculous. One of those teams is supposed to be bad. <laughs> well, well, here's the, I yeah. guess here's the disparity that I have. And I understand <clears throat> that there's no salary cap and that you have the revenue sharing and you have all that in baseball. But I'm equally as mad at the Orioles as I am at like the Yankees for spending $300 million or, for spending or whatever. spending nothing, yeah. You know? I'm like, come on, guys. Like, at some point when you're rebuilding, you do need to spend some money, right? Yeah, and I mean, I, my... Guess because honestly, I haven't really followed them the last year or so. That's their intent. They're just banking all this. Tell you know, if your Rutschman comes around, right. you know, you got Mancini there, you got a couple other guys that are, mm-hmm. you know, like Santander that are pretty solid yep. players. Yep. And then you probably then that's when you go in, you get two or three mediocre guys, two or three a little higher than that, and then maybe you have enough room for a star or two. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know if you're talking like a Rendon star, but. You you know maybe somebody a little bit younger or something like that. You've got that money because well, I mean they I can basically they spend hundred million dollars. They've got pitching prospects in the pipeline, but that's like saying 
you know, I, I, I mean, don't they've know. had that for the, the, 20 years. Exactly. I mean, that's just there's no guarantee that those are going to pan out. No. I just I think free agencies where you go in pitching if you really want to make a difference in the in the major leagues. Well, I'm, yeah, well, again, at least for, you know, maybe the second in your fifth spot, mm-hmm. something like that. Right. Because, I mean, besides means. They got nothing. No, I don't, they're, I don't they, they barely have major um, league starters, you no. know, and their bullpen's even worse. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it's kind of depressing, but that's why I started off the pod saying we're kind of already in the summer well, blues. But, but that's what you expected going into the season. I mean, they started hotter than we thought. Sure. Right? No, good. These guys could be. A, no, yeah, they're right. not. No. Be. Yeah. So when you look at it, they've only won 18 games. Well, they swept their first three at Boston. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. That's like the. That's, <laughs> that, that, that right there is what concerns me about Maryland, West Virginia. <laughs> the sweep of the Bruce. yeah, oh. you, Maryland could just come out gunning, and we're all like doing this podcast. Like these guys might not be that bad. I can't wait for the Penn State. It'll game. be like the Syracuse game from a couple years ago. Yeah, and then really? they rolled yeah. set, right, and they would just oh, Penn State better watch out. Maryland's dangerous, and then or whoever the third game was, yeah. and then Maryland went and got the shit well, kicked out. It was Penn State. They we got lost destroyed. Like, yeah, yeah, lost well, like eight and, games. In a while row. I can say this, well, what happened against Penn State last season? Maybe we, can, <laughs> we should ask Chris. Oh yeah, Chris definitely doesn't remember. Oh fuck it. He's Chris. I love you, but you're the reason I don't want to go to the Maryland game. You and your family, <laughs> you and your family are disasters. I'm telling you right now, Jerry. Sorry, Mitch. Jerry, you're gonna go to the game. We're gonna get up until the week before. You're gonna tell us you're not going. I may. Then you're gonna go. I may actually go. You're gonna go. I may actually go to a Division three game uh, where I got two family friends, kids playing each other. Okay. So I might go to Catholic. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. They're playing. Uh, McDaniel. Oh, very oh, cool. Nice. So I might do that instead of going to see. Is uh, does Ferguson play at McDaniel? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my boy Shane Paul. Shane. Oh yeah. Listen, he put wide receiver for Catholic. So. Oh, right on, man. Right so, on. And John Allen may be starting for McDaniel. Oh, that's awesome. Well, well, uh, I think Major's ringing the. Uh, we're about to wrap it up yeah. though. And he's not. He's not. He's far off. talking about D three ball. <laughs> I know. What? He's like, fuck. You guys are really, really grasping for content at this point. And I am going down to the Appalachian State Elon game Ooh. and hanging out with uh, Sean. That's excellent. When is yeah. that? I, I don't think he's going to let me call a play, but uh, <laughs> probably not. Uh, Maybe I'll let you call a defense when they're up by it thirty. It is the West Virginia Virginia Tech weekend. Oh, okay. Which I'm not allowed to go to anyway. Well, no. he he realizes that we have more faith in him than you do, right? <laughs> I told him, dude. I hope I hope you don't get like fired before that game. He didn't respond to my text. I thought that <laughs> shit was funny. God, you're such a dick. <laughs> All right. So speaking of West Virginia, does Jeff have uh, Jeff still have his tickets? He's, yes. All right. So he's like, "Do you want me to get you season tickets?" I'm like, "Why? You have the box." <laughs> like I you was hate I, sitting in the box. I was offended though. But I'm not paying for tickets. Come on, dude. Uh, I was offended that he asked me if I wanted to pay for tickets. I was like, "Dude, where's our friendship?" <laughs> COVID's ruined you. Three of us had a roll to the West Tell, Virginia game together and do the pod from there. We should. We should. Tell Jeff uh, if uh, you know if he needs to unload one one weekend, I'll, I'll, I'll come up with you again. Tell him I'll go ahead and just drive from the beginning. That way you don't have to, to pull if, over halfway through. <laughs> if these guys if these guys want to come to the Maryland game weekend, I'll go. Yeah. You know, but if it's just like I'm hanging out with you fuckers and Mitch, I'd rather just. <laughs> you hear that, Mitch? We're fuckers, and then you. Yeah, I mean. Wow, sorry, Mitch. By, by the second half, Tyler will have his shirt off and using big vocabulary words. and It won't take, it won't take much for big vocabulary words against the West Virginia faithful. I can assure you that. Easy? <laughs> Why you got to get all fucking, you know, bullshit like that? So this guy. Racist? This guy. You're racist. It doesn't take long to, to frazzle him, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Wings, beers, and tears. Episode 80 in the books. Fucking come on, Mountaineers. Uh, Just beat Tur- beat, beat Loxley. He's only got three plays. <laughs> yeah, but they got baby Tua. 
got, got baby got Jeremy. Jeremy's got a picture of him that he snuggles with. <laughs> I know he does. Dude, I'm telling you, they text. They text call constantly. Fucking guys better than our quarterback. <laughs> Wings, beers, and tears. Until next time. Peace. See ya. See ya.